Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United and football. I'm your host Matthew and today I'm talking about Manchester United 6-2 win in the Europa League against Roma. Uh, boy oh boy how football games can change. Uh, I said this, um, which game would it have been in? One of the one of the recent games, I can't remember if it was the Burnley one or the Tottenham one. It might have been the Tottenham game, might have been both of them actually. Um... Can we just simply skip the first half of games? Because uh, we're, we're just a totally different team in the second half. We really, really are. I mean, don't get me wrong. There were still a few mistakes and things like that in the second half. But my goodness, what a turnaround. Uh, you know, it was 2-1 at the break. Um, things were looking uh, quite bleak. You know, we, we defended badly. You know, the second goal was, was that was let in was, was quite bad defending. Uh, the marking from Harry Maguire and just other other uh, problems that had sort of happened and that sort of thing. Really bad luck with the penalty that shouldn't have been given, you know, with the Pogba handball. I mean, what's he supposed to do? You know, he, he, he's sliding. His hands aren't going to be down on the ground necessarily. So I disagree that that should have been a penalty. Um, but, uh, yeah, interesting game, certainly. We have... Uh, yeah, eight goal thriller to to talk about, and um, I mean second half it was just you know goal after goal after goal, and it just became a, a complete thrill to to watch certainly. Uh, and I'll talk about the goals themselves in a minute. Um, a, a brilliant, brilliant performance from Pogba, Fernandez, and Cavani. Absolute world class performances from the three of them. Definitely, um, I'll talk about which one of the three is my man of the match because it ain't going to be anybody else. Um, uh, you know, Greenwood came on, did really, really well. Can't really give him man of the match per se, but uh, it was just run it, a show that was run by Fernandez, Pogba, and Cavani. Really, really good performance from the three of them. Uh, I'll tell you which one of the three, obviously in the in the player ratings, stood out to me. Uh, but still, you know, tens from all three of them, and uh, just just absolutely world class performances. It's really, really strange how. Pogba on the left works. It really, it shouldn't work. It really, really shouldn't. Um, but it does, and it's just very, very strange. That's the only way, word I can use to describe it. It's just very strange. I mean, I remember when he started when Ollie started doing it, and he was putting him on the right and putting him on the left, and everybody, including me, were saying, you know, what are you doing? He's a central midfielder, but he almost kind of plays as a left attacking midfielder. I think he does kind of drift to, to you know out to the wing at certain points, but I notice at certain times he because he gets the ball and pretty much starts cutting in almost straight away. So he kind of tries to play as like an inverted sort of left attacking midfielder. It's a bit strange. It's a bit strange, certainly. Uh, Rashford today, um, I thought was very very quiet because um, he's the other player to sort of mention as well. Um, again, is he fully fit? I would have been interested to see this game with uh, with uh, Greenwood starting on that side. You know, that's how we we finished the game because uh, Rashford did get taken off eventually. Um, but just yeah, just would really like to skip sec- uh, first half of games and just just start with forty five minutes on the clock, <laughs> and uh, we we might not have any problems in any games. I don't know why that is. You got to kind of look at that and think, okay, why are Manchester United doing that at the moment? Just just not really turning up in the first half and just kind of being being completely different in the second half, like a totally different team. Um, is it the halftime cup of tea? Is it the halftime snack? You know, maybe the uh, people that serve whatever they eat at halftime is is, is some really good food. I I don't know. 
I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe Alex Ferguson secretly in the dressing room and he threatens to throw the teacups. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know what it is. Or gets the hairdryer out or, or something. Or, or maybe Ollie, Ollie is borrowing uh, Sir Alex's um, uh, hairdryer and, and threatening to use it. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure why that is. But it's been a bit of a recurring theme. And the strange thing is it's... In a way it's a good thing. Not that we start games badly. It's very difficult to watch obviously when that happens. But you can't deny you know, us coming out in the second half um, of these particular games. Because it's happened multiple times this season. You can't deny that you know, watching May Night come back in the second half isn't thrilling to watch. Because it certainly is. It's just it's just, some, just something just our players just don't like the first half of games. I, I don't know what it is. But uh, that is the way that that is. So... There we go. Uh, let's talk about the goals themselves because I do have a few of them to recap. Um, all, all the goals I thought were brilliant. Obviously, the ones from our side, not the ones from their side. Uh, Bruno Fernandes with a goal. Really good play between, well, the, the three main men of the game, I would say. Uh, Pogba gets the ball. Really good bit of movement on that sort of left-attacking midfield side. Uh, plays it to Cavani. Plays it, he plays it to uh, through to uh, Bruno. And a lovely little sort of dink shot uh, to make it 1-0 after. When was that? Within the first ten minutes, yeah, nine minutes has got here for the for the goal. So, a uh, really really good goal with that. A uh, good bit of movement and uh, very much appreciated appreciated that goal. So, uh, it's almost kind of like a striker's goal, really. Um, just that sort of that sort of clinical in the box type of finish, which I I thoroughly enjoyed uh, watching as well. Uh, then of course we had the penalty. Never a penalty, you know. Is is there a, a rule where Pogba is supposed to, or not Pogba, but any particular player? Is supposed to slide on the ground with their arms on the ground because that's not how people typically tend to slide. So I'm not really sure, but Pella, I think, I think it was Pellegrini, um, put the penalty away, and uh, that did make it one-one. So of course things were looking a bit more bleak from that particular point. Uh, you know, just a bad bit of luck. I did notice the team started to play a bit worse after that. Obviously, their sort of mentality had been kind of knocked. You know, after after you score a good goal and you go one nil up, and then you get a stupid penalty awarded, um, and then you you know you 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 can see the penalty that shouldn't have really been. Uh, it is going to sort of knock you a little bit. So may, maybe that was the reason on this particular occasion, but. Again, I don't know. So, uh, there was that. And then, um, of course, um, it all kind of fell to pieces, at least initially. Um, you know, Edin Dzeko gets the ball completely unmarked in our penalty area. That's not acceptable. Um, I think I think Maguire was trying to play him offside in his own penalty area, which isn't a very smart thing to do at all. Um, but, yeah, that made it... 2-1 and uh, just a really dis- a really disappointing do- goal to concede when you sort of you know as, as soon as the ball starts rolling towards Dzeko you're like where's where's the centre-backs you know Lindelof was kind of dragged off to the right Wan-Bissaka should be out there Fred and McTominay I don't know where they were Luke Shaw um, was there as well um, but all, all six of the players really you know back four and of the two uh, CDMs um, really at fault for the goal because somebody's got to be you. You got to be man marking at that point, and uh, Maguire probably should have had 
uh, Jacko at that particular point. So very, very disappointing goal to concede, certainly. I, I know in the grand scheme of things, you know, 6-2 is, is a great result, but you do still have to look at the mistakes. So, because obviously, because uh, uh, otherwise, if you sort of push them to a side, then they keep happening. You know, you do have to kind of address those things. Uh, and I'm sure the team feels the same way. I hope that they do anyway. So, uh, but really, really disappointing. Uh, and then we come out second half. Cavani's goal. Uh, which one was that? See, I'm trying to think of which. Uh, I, I can remember most of the goals. Um, just trying to think of Cavani's. Oh yeah, the top corner. Yes, the top corner goal that uh, that he scored. Because um, he scored another one later, didn't he? Um, what was the other one? Oh yeah, the other one, the other one was the tap in, wasn't it? That that he got as well, which was which was pretty good. Um, but I'm pretty sure the two two goal was the Cavani um, goal as well. But ball through from uh, Bruno Fernandez. Yeah, it must have been that one because uh, he got the assist from that. So yeah, it was it was probably that goal. I'm just trying to remember all the goals and remember where they were and stuff. Um, but Bruno brilliant through ball to Cavani and that finished. I tell you what, as I said with the Tottenham game and with the Burnley game. I love to see a good striker's goal. I, I have a certain just particular appreciation for those types of goals. Um, just just absolutely brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. Um, the way he sort of just spun that. It, it didn't have massive amounts of spin. But the way he just sort of curled it a little bit into the top corner. Brilliant, brilliant goal. I'm, I'm really, really happy with, uh, with that particular goal. So I love to see that sort of thing. Then Cavani with the other goal which must have been the tapping. Um, as well, uh, so that was a good goal. Again, just just that Man United for quite some time have needed that uh, that poacher, and you know I don't mean to um, put down Martial for this, but Martial isn't that kind of player. And uh, I mean anyone can kind of score a tap in, but you have to be in that position, and it's that striker's instinct that certain players don't have. And I don't think Martial particularly has that. I know he obviously he was nowhere in this team today, but I'm just I'm just saying for. Before Cavani came into the squad, we were using Martial as a number nine. And he's got certain qualities as an attacker, but he hasn't got that sort of um, poaching goal striker type of thing where Cavani does. They're different types of players anyway, so they've got different sort of qualities. Um, but it's it's that sort of instinct to be there at, the, at that particular time. Um, which was great as well. And on on Cavani, he did miss a couple of chances in this game, which he probably should have scored, but he did put two others away. So, uh, again, get the ball in the box to him, and most of the time he will usually score, which was which was good as well. Uh, so that was the uh, next goal. Um, the one we have after that, got to be honest, I didn't see what the foul was for Bruno's... Um, goal I popped to the uh, to the toilet quickly I thought oh you know the ball's kind of just in possession I think it had sort of stopped for a second I came back and um the ball was just on the penalty spot and I didn't they they, they never showed a replay of the foul so I don't actually know what happened unfortunately uh, I usually tend to try to save you know toilet breaks and things or, or getting a drink or whatever for, for half time uh but uh I couldn't quite do that on this on this situation um but uh didn't see what the foul was was for. Um, I don't know if they even went to VAR. I, I literally I just saw the ball in possession. I thought, okay, I need to kind of go or whatever, and came back. You know, went went off, came back, and the ball was just on the penalty spot. And I watched Bruno score a penalty. So I have no idea what happened, but uh, I, I am going to watch the highlights later. Because uh, usually, usually I do. I, I don't watch the whole game again because I haven't got ninety minutes to do that. But I usually do go back and watch with. 
with most of the games, I do usually go back and watch the uh, the highlights. I just like to see some of the goals again and that sort of stuff because they're put onto YouTube as like four minute videos later. So when I see it later, I'm assuming they will show what the foul was for. If it was a fa- it could have been a handball, it could have been anything. I don't actually know, unfortunately. But uh, good penalty from him. So there was that. Uh, and then Paul Pogba with a cross from Bruno Fernandes, uh, his second assist of the game. And uh, really, really good header. It it was it happened it happened very very quickly. Um, Bruno sort of got the ball on the edge, and then you're thinking, okay, what's he gonna do? You know, where's he gonna pass to or, or whatever? Whips the ball in. Pogba, bang, header, goal. It was all very very quick. Uh, so really really good goal from uh, Pogba as well. And uh, really really liked to see that. So that was a good one. And then Greenwood did come on for Marcus Rashford. That was in the. 76th minute so again the late subs from Molly. I know we're winning the game at that point but you still have to keep an eye on these sorts of things uh, you know the bad performance or the bad parts of the performance and the subs and, and, and things like that so yeah uh, but he came on and Matic also came on for Fred and then later on Mata came on for Fernandez. Uh, good to see Mata play because he hasn't played for has he played this year? don't think he's played this he's played this season i'm pretty sure but he hasn't played in 2021 i don't think i can't remember an appearance from him uh he did have his birthday recently so happy birthday to one matter he's uh 33 now i think so i'm thinking he'll probably leave at the end of this season uh but we do have one more goal to talk about uh the uh cavani plays it through to mason greenwood and what do i usually say about mason greenwood if you give him the ball in those sorts of areas, nine times out of ten, not every single time, but nine times out of ten, he'll make something happen. He'll either pass to somebody, um, you know, or, or shoot or put a cross in or, or something like that. In this situation, runs through on goal, uh, right-footed shot, uh, does come off the keeper's foot, um, but uh, is too much for him to handle. And that made it 6-2 to Manchester United. Good stuff overall. Uh, we, we can't forget the first half. We shouldn't forget the first half and the mistakes and the poor performance. But came out second half. Bruno Pogba and Cavani lighting up the show um, and uh, really giving us, you know, a, a sort of lifeline for the uh, second leg. Uh, I mean, they've got to score, is it four goals? Yeah, because they've got the two away goals. They've got to beat us by four goals. Uh, obviously, if we get a certain amount of away goals, and obviously that, that won't happen. But um, they've they've got to score at least, I think, four goals or beat us by four goals to get through um, in the second leg. So we'll see. But I think we're relatively comfortable, hopefully. And uh, hopefully we should get into the final, which it looks like it will be possibly against Valencia. Um, is it Valencia? No, Villarreal. Uh, they beat uh, Arsenal by two goals to one. Arsenal do have an away goal. But um, there's that. Uh, brilliant end to the game. Dodgy first half. But we're... Do we're, you know what? I'm just going to... I, I like... You almost kind of think... Okay, wait for the first half to play out. Even if we're losing at half-time. Just think, like, okay, we're better... At, we're, we're just better in the second half. Um... And Man United historically have kind of been a team that is good at comebacks, good at late goals. Obviously, there's the whole, you know, classic Fergie time goal sort of thing, which we haven't had for eight years. But uh, still, that was still kind of, that's still kind of in Manchester United's DNA is the whole uh, late goals kind of thing. So it's kind of what we are as a team, I, I, I suppose. Uh, we, we don't tend to usually beat teams in the first half and kill them off, kill them off. And then kind of just relax in the second half. We usually get beaten in the first half. Or like a drawing or whatever. And then come out swinging in the second half. So 
We'll see what happens next Thursday against Roma. Uh, we've got Liverpool on Sunday. Uh, just in terms of other things, actually, I'll, I'll save some of it for the uh, the play ratings and things. I can get into some other player performances. Uh, so I'm going to get into the housekeeping now. And then in the second half, we'll talk about the um, uh, play ratings. So see you for that in a minute. Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links, the first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're get, getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself, or maybe both depending on the occasion, we can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you extra. You can find the link to our Amazon affiliate link in your show notes. The second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month, you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also, of course, include your ad-free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Alright, so recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, there was a piece of our Breaking Bad podcast where we talked about the future of AMC uh, there wasn't anything spoiler related in there for, for any of the particular shows, but we just talked about, you know, Breaking Bad's ended a while ago. They've got better console, but it's got like t- uh, one more season left. Walking Dead's on a final season. Walking Dead World Beyond's on a final season. Uh, other shows that they've got have ended. You know, they lost they had lost Mad Men a long time ago. That finished. So just talking about and looking at uh, what AMC's kind of got and debating the sort of future of AMC and uh, talking about that kind of thing. So I broke that out from the Breaking Bad podcast. So that is in this week's Breaking Bad podcast. But uh, there's also that piece to listen to separately as well. So if, so if you're not interested in or, or whatever in Breaking Bad. And you want to hear us talk about uh, AMC in the future there. You can listen to that as a separate podcast piece. Speaking of the Breaking Bad podcast. Season 2 episode 3. We're continuing with that. So we'll be back with another episode on Wednesday. Uh, Gaming Talk this week. We talked about PlayStation Plus's video pass. Which if, you, if you're confused by the featured image which isn't in English it's because it's been released in Poland uh, first 
and uh, that's why the image is is not in English because it's in Polish or I think it's in Polish uh, so we talked about that and what that means for Sony's sort of streaming wars and things and how that kind of in- impacts PlayStation Plus which does offer the free games every month uh, so we talked about that we also talked about the uh, the two minute gameplay or trailer thing that we got for Ratchet and Clank there is a state of play happening right now uh, so after you hear this podcast if you go over to PlayStation on YouTube or t- type in PlayStation or state of play you should be able to find it the state of play for the 29th of April uh, they're going to show off some more of Ratchet and Clank and they're also going to talk about two other indie games uh, I haven't seen it yet myself because I've been sitting here talking for 20 minutes obviously I'll watch it later but uh, there's that to check out as well on YouTube and we also talked about the most awarded game of the years uh, sorry the most o- the games with the most game of the year awards uh, the top 10 games with the most awards for game of the year which I thought was very interesting some g- different games for different years that kind of stuff and we talked about that as well uh, Fear the Walking Dead still continuing, Season 6, Episode 10. I uh, did a podcast talking about why I love zombie uh, and post-apocalyptic type stories, breaking it down into different categories. There's no spoilers for any shows in that, uh, but you can check that out as well if you want to. Uh, the newest outing from Marvel, the uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we did a uh, review for that, me, Robert and David, so you can check that out. Uh, United Class Neil Neil with Leeds, that's another podcast. Talking about, uh, did another podcast. Uh, talking about Love Victor and the importance of diverse storytelling, the kind of experience that I had with Love Victor. There's no spoilers for Love Victor in that show, but I talked about that and how it connects to the importance of diverse storytelling. And that is what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. Uh, let's move into player ratings. David De Gea. Uh, I'll give him an average six, I think. Um, he made some decent saves. Didn't have a massive amount to do apart from those two goals, but he did let those two goals in, I suppose. Um, so I'll just, I'm just going to give him an average check, I think that's what's best to do. Uh, Wan-Bissaka, um, weird, weirdly with Wan-Bissaka, I thought he had a better game attacking-wise than what he did defensively, and usually it's the other way around, where he doesn't get forward very well, but is very good in defence. Um, so I'm kind of going to, going to, uh, give him the same score as usual, because his quality and his weakness were kind of flipped around in this game so he still did as good as what he usually does but at different things it it, it was really kind of strange but uh, I'm going to give him an average 6 he was whatever today so um, he did alright going forward did pretty well he did have a shot at one point in the game didn't he so that was kind of interesting um, but I'll give him an average 6 uh, Lindelof and Maguire I'm going to give them both a 5 below average performances I was going to give one of them a 4 but I think I'll just go with a 5 or whatever. So I'm going to go with that for this particular time. Maguire with the... Um, uh, actually, do you know what? I'm going to give Maguire a 4 instead of a 5. Because he was at fault for the second goal. Because he should have been marking Dzeko or doing something against Dzeko. So I'll give him a 4. I'll give Lindelof a 5. They both weren't very good though is the overall message. Uh, or is my overall opinion. Um, and I just still have questions about them defensively. So, uh, Luke Shaw, I'm going to give him an 8. Not quite as good as normal, but still pretty good. Um, he was just, I just, I don't think he had a worse game than usual. I just think he had a more quiet game than usual, which is, uh, I don't know. I'm going to give him an 8, which is still a very good score. Uh, but, uh, just a bit more quiet than usual. Uh, Maguire, sorry, not Maguire. Uh, McTominay and Fred, I'm going to give them both 5s. Uh, pretty poor um display from them um and in terms of the uh video that i did on youtube by the way i'll I'll explain that in a second um for them uh 
Uh, I noticed him getting forward a little bit more today, uh, McTominay, because he is the box-to-box player. Fred got forward more than he probably should have, uh, but they just couldn't really get control of the ball in the midfield. Pogba, Pogba sort of kept coming back, and uh, Pogba was almost the sort of left-sided box-to-box player today. I don't know, sometimes our formation is, is just really strange. Um, I don't know, we sort of saw them in a crisis and sort of came back to help, I suppose. Um, but... Yeah, they, they they didn't have a good game today, uh, McTominay and uh, and Fred. So um, again, th- these back six, th- this back six, uh, Wambasaka, Lindelof, Maguire, Shaw, McTominay, and Fred. He plays them very very often, and I I've said this before about like the team's uh, like likely fatigue and lack of squad rotation. I do wonder how how tired a few of these players are, especially those six that do play quite a lot of the games. Um, so maybe that's the point. I mean, I've talked about that a number of times with Rashford, and I'm going to be bringing it up again today. Um, Oli just doesn't... I mean, you see the same players often on the bench. Twanzebe, Bailey, Van der Beek, Greenwood. Um, you know, some t- today we had two goalkeepers. We, we just don't tend to use some of our other players very much, and I just don't know why that is, and it's very frustrating. So anyway, uh, I'm going to give them both a five. I thought they just couldn't really get older to midfield today. So there's that. Uh, Rashford, I'm going to give him an average six. I think he had a bit of a quiet game. Um, I still don't think he's fully fit because he just hasn't had enough of a break. And I will keep mentioning it until it gets changed because he's probably going to play again on Sunday against Liverpool. And then he's probably going to play in the second leg against uh, Roma uh, next week on Thursday. So we'll we'll see. But uh, I'm going to give him an average six. I thought he was... Alright, but I just think he's being held back by his fitness. So I don't know, I'm not sure I'm not sure what's going on there, but uh it uh is confusing and odd and uh, I don't like it. So uh moving on to Fernandez, Pogba and Cavani. Uh I'm gonna give all three of them a ten, but my choice for man of the match out of the three of them. Now they they all did score. Fernandez got two, obviously the penalty was one of them. I think Pogba's the man of the match out of the three of them. Um I mean, all three of them were phenomenal today. Like, I don't think you can really give them any faults. Maybe, you know, Cavani missing the two chances, but he scored two other chances, so I don't know. But, uh, I don't know, some of Pogba's movements on the ball, the way he controls the ball, the way he kind of feels more like the world-class player that we brought, um, or that we brought back, because he was in... Wasn't he in Man United's academy, then he left, and we brought him back for, like, 90 million? I don't know. Uh, but um, he feels like more of the world-class promising player that he was supposed to be. And that that joke that I used to make with Pogba about you know him kind of running around with bricks in his boots. That went away a long time ago, I think. I haven't mentioned that or sort of, jo- sort of joked about that for a long, long time. Um, his movement on the ball just looks so much better. He looks so much more confident. He looks so much more up for it. Uh, his fitness looks so much better. His form is so much better. Um, his intelligence on the ball is incredible. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I mean, you know, there's been a lot of discussion of Pogba over the years of is, is he going or is he staying? And what is Mino Raiola sticking his nose in about, you know, the whole situation? Um, I've never, I've never been more confident in Pogba than what I have now. And he's, he's just been, and as, as I said, probably a few podcasts ago 
this form that he's been on for what two three months maybe at this point is it's been pretty consistent this this form that he's been in if he can keep this up or at least some level of this up between now and the end of the season which isn't actually that far away um i would really really like pogba to stay i'd really like pogba and cavani to stay because the relationship i mean bruno's obviously staying the relationship there between bruno um pogba and cavani is just sublime and it was proven so much in this game uh, I mean, when you have three players like that, and th- this is no offence to the rest of the team, it's just how those three are sort of combining. Um, when you have those three that have got such high football IQs, you know, they've got such football intelligence, they've got such overall quality on the ball, um, You just, I just want that to continue. And, and at, at the most, Cavani's probably only going to stay one more season, which is a bit disappointing if he does. The big question on, on Cavani and Pogba is, okay, they're obviously staying for the rest of the season. Are they staying here next season? Because I really think there's something to build around there next year. And we've got to just buy, you know, good players to, to, to build around them. And obviously you've got other, other talented players, you know, as much as Rashford's been kind of injured and stuff. Rashford's world class or can be. Greenwood's obviously been in fantastic form. He came on, came on and scored that goal. I think it's the midfield two behind them. Uh, you know, are McTominay and Fred good enough? They can be occasionally. They can show little spells of it now and again, but not consistently. Um, and I, I do like both of them as players. I really, really do. But just because I like a player, it doesn't mean I'm going to automatically every week say that they've had a good game. I, I can't do that. You know, if I feel that they've had a bad game or an, or an average game, I'm going to tell you that, which I did do in the, just you know a few minutes ago in this podcast. Um, but I don't know. You could you could argue, you know, if you take McTominay and Fred out and you put the likes of maybe Matic and Van der Beek in, how much better does that make the team? If you buy a new CDM and you play him alongside Van der Beek and then you use the Pogba, Fernandez, Cavani, and then either Rashford or Greenwood on the right uh, combination. I mean, I don't really like Rashford on the right, but if Pogba's playing well on the left, you kind of got to keep him there because he's in probably his best Man United form that he's been in. Um, I don't know. There's certainly a few things to sort out within that team, um, but uh, that combination of those three players is really quite incredible, and it absolutely was today. So I'm going to give all three of them a ten, like I said. But to me, Pogba's the one that sticks out a little bit more in this game. But uh, yeah, because I kind of have to pick a man of the match out of those three. So, it's going to be one of them. Uh, Greenwood, I'm going to give him... Um, what should I give Greenwood? He did, he did come on and play pretty well. And he did score. So, there is something to give a rating to there. Uh, I think I'll give him like a 9. I think 10 is maybe a little bit too much. But, he did come on and play fantastically well. And, uh, you've got to kind of wonder... I mean, not that, not that we necessarily needed a better result here. Because we got a 6-2. But... If you take out the fatigued slash injured Rashford and you put Greenwood on to starter, um, or Greenwood on to start, sorry, how much better would that team be? But then, how much better would it be anyway if you took if you took out Rashford, McTominay, and Fred and put in Matic, Van der Beek, and Greenwood? We might not even concede those two goals. I I I, I don't know. Um, it's it's an interesting thing to kind of look at as well. So, yeah. Uh, but I'm going to give him a 9. Mat- Matter and Matic, I didn't really see them, to be honest. So, I can't really give them a score. But that's that for this leg, um, for this particular podcast. Um, let me know what you think, anyway. What do you think of the combination of those three players? I do think 
Cause I, I think at least one of those two players will stay, Cavani and Pogba. But I think it, even if one of them leaves, I think it will be a bit of a disaster. Because um, sure, you could go out and replace them, obviously. But um, let's not forget, we got Cavani for free. <laughs> and we and if we hadn't mucked about in the past, we could have kept Pogba for free. Um, I mean, Pogba might not have turned out exactly the same. You know, if he didn't go off to Juventus for a little bit, he might not have been the exact same player we have now. But we kind of had Pogba for free. Uh, paid, was it 40 million or something for, for, for Bruno? I can't quite remember. And we got Cavani for free. Rashford is a academy player. So is um, McTominay. And Fred we paid 50 million for. So, and then obviously the back four... Uh, sorry, the back five, including the goalkeeper, we all we bought all them five players, didn't we? Wambasaka from Palace, uh, Lindelof from I can't remember where we signed him from, uh, Maguire from Leicester, and then Shaw from was it Chelsea? We bought him from Palace. Uh, no, Southampton. Southampton. I'm pretty sure it was, but I'm sure I remember him playing for. Didn't he play for Everton or Chelsea? Or am I thinking of the different player? But no, is that Southampton at one point, wasn't he? Luke Shaw. So anyway, uh, let me know what you think uh, of everything that I said, your own opinions. Let me know what you think. Uh, MatthewEntertainmentTalk.org. Twitter, eTalkUK. There's contact page and information in your show notes. So let me know what you think. Uh, very, very happy with the results. Uh, let's just let's just forget the first half happened. Not Bruno's goal. Let's remember Bruno's goal from the first half. And then just forget everything else. <laughs> and we can, yeah, so anyway, uh, let me know what you think. Uh, use those options to let me know. Uh, but in the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org uh, for TV, video games, films, and of course, as you hear already, Manchester United podcast. So please let me know. So please, sorry, uh, go and check out all that content. Uh, if you want to support the podcast and entertainment talk, you can either listen to our other podcasts on the website or through the iTunes feeds, podcast services, search for entertainment talk, uh, word of mouth, social media. You can also use those, uh, let people know about the content either on podcast platforms or the website entertainmenttalk.org. You can also support us through Patreon, $1, $3 level tiers, for ad free podcast overview options, so please check all that out. Um, David, you can find uh, posting TV and film news on uh, Geektown, geektown.co.uk and Geektown Radio for your TV and film news. Geektown Radio is on Tuesdays, look out for those episodes as well. There's a new one to be listened to from uh, just two days ago, so check that one out as well. Uh, Bex is doing very, very well over on Twitch. Uh, go and support her over there, Trista Bytes, Trista B-Y-T-E-S. Uh, you can find her on Twitter on, on that name as well, Trista Bytes, Trista B-Y-T-E-S. Go and give her a follow. Really, really good content over there from Bex as well, so check her out over there. Or go and find her and follow her over there. Follow her on Twitch. Give her, give her a follow on Twitch, is what I meant to say. Uh, go and give her a follow on Twitch. You'll be notified when she goes live, uh, so check that out. Uh, you can also find me on Twitch as well, eTalkUK. Uh, for all of my streams and if you miss them I do need to go and put some of the more of them on uh, YouTube as well uh, but if you want to find those streams as well on YouTube um, Entertainment Talk Plays by the way I almost forgot to mention uh, I did two uh, videos that are United cast related I need to put them on the website as well uh, one of them is talking about Man United's 4-2-3-1 formation and how it's supposed to work a lot of it involving the whole McTominay thing that I've mentioned before on this podcast uh, the other one is talking about Man United's right winger problem uh, you know, we've not got, really got an out-and-out right winger. We have got maybe two or three of them that are a bit young at the moment and won't be used regularly. So if you want to find those, uh, vi they are videos and not podcasts. So if you want to find those, they're on Entertainment Talk Plays on YouTube as well. Uh, I use the uh, 
Pez 2020 uh, team editor to do that. Uh, really quite good uh, sort of tool to use uh, for that as well. I could sort of move players around and swap them and that kind of thing and, and show different things. So check that out as well. I do need to put those on YouTube. I'll try and do that tomorrow or at the weekend. So uh, look out for that in the future as well. But they won't be on podcast services. Uh, th- there's no use for me really putting them on the iTunes feed because they, you really do need to watch what I'm doing with the video. So instead of listening to me <coughs> talk about uh, talk on those videos, you need to watch what I'm kind of doing on screen. So I don't think I'll be putting them on the podcast um, uh, feeds because they're not really going to be any use that sort of way. Because yeah, sure you can listen to what I'm saying and stuff, but you need to see what I'm doing with the sort of team and stuff. So anyway, uh, check all that out. Entertainment Talk plays on YouTube. And I'll see you all, all on Sunday for the Liverpool game. Half past four Sunday, it's away. Uh, even though we're in a good position, Liverpool are still trying to get top four, but uh, let's try not to make that happen. So uh, thanks for listening, and I'll see you all on Sunday. Take care. Goodbye. <laughs>